think we're going to have a very full episode 365. There is now an episode of the main pod numbered for every day of the year. How cool is that, Michael and JJ? Hello, welcome back. Hey, hey. We could start a pod of the day calendar. Pod of the day calendar. I'm not certain we want to go back more than 100 episodes, you know, in terms of quality. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but you know what, JJ? Mm, yes, hello. We, and now Michael, but JJ, it's important to start with uh, us, our starting of this podcast in like 2000 something. 2008? 2000- not true, but yeah, it's practically <laughs> not 2008. Decidedly not 2008. Yeah. No, no, no. Maybe I'm like sorry. 2013 or something. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, but we did we did start the podcast before. Uh, st- let's see. We so we've outlived a company, is what I'm going to say. Stitcher, okay. Stitcher started in 2008, and they were sold to Earwolf in 2016. And Earwolf was told sold to Sirius Radio in 2020, and as of last month, uh, Stitcher is now dead. R.I.P. We we and 365 episodes of Main Pod and other pods have now also proved that we know how not to annihilate 325 million dollars. Is that how much Stitcher cost or was th- worth or whatever? I think, I think that's how much, yeah. It was $325 million when they bought it. And they just were like, wow. nah, it's fine. Let's just destroy that brand or whatever. Pretty crazy, huh? I mean, we're not the only people setting money on fire. Gestures <laughs> at the internet. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> In this I'm case, gonna draw, you know. I'm going to draw big X through that. Uh, yeah. Um, no, Michael, no. X is not going to give it to you. <laughs> um, but I think the the more important thing is that while we're lighting stuff on fire because it's it's fire content. Yeah. You know, these people are just literally smoking joints made out of hundreds for no reason. <laughs> I mean, give me some of those. I'll unroll them and spend those on useful things. Is what yeah, I'm they saying. don't need it. Just give me a few. Yeah. Just give us a few. If you uh-huh. want to give us some money. Just do it. It's fine. You can. Yeah. Uh huh. We've proven that we can last longer than major corporations. Is all I'm saying. Oh boy. Well, I mean, in that amount of time, we have gotten comments, good and bad, on the content of this podcast. Uh, sometimes they're like, "Oh yeah, I really like how you guys are talking about uh games that you have, you know, that I don't have time to play," or "Oh, going back and trying games from like uh." Uh, old versions of what's that? Oh shoot! What's the company that makes Hades called? Uh, 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 Super, Giant? Super Giant Games. Yep, I was getting there. I was getting there. I I I got tangled up with some other thoughts in my head. But yeah, Super Giant Games or like, oh, we're talking about like retro emulation or the Steam Deck or what? Like we're all over the place, right? And like people will send nice emails and saying or text messages or Twitter comments saying that that's something they like. And then you'll get other comments like, what is this even about? Why are they only talking about Champions of the Continent? This is a Hearthstone podcast. This is a, you know, like. uh, (laughs) And we've proven all those people wrong, too. (laughs) Rip rip the Hearthstone podcast. It's not that anymore. Well, Michael saved us from that, I think. Uh, We were getting yeah it was nice to get out of a rut but you know it also is it's a podcast about i think the most important thing is making sure that people hang out when they're supposed to and and find ways to stay connected to each other after you've done all the old things right like we played yeah i mean we could talk about sweet coden like right we could we could do that i could yeah yeah you guys want to talk about it let's talk about it it's a sweet game <laughs> i guess we will be talking about it sooner or later here when they put the new ones out and yeah. play those games exactly i'm not gonna not do that and when that organically happens we'll go back and we'll talk about you know the birthday party where i got a playstation one and how amazing it was that stood up and destroyed a chandelier in the middle of my kitchen stuff like that <laughs> I did some full naming the person. <laughs> I'll, I'll bleep his name out. Yeah, I'll bleep. No, you leave it in. It's funny. No one knows who that is. Yeah, I hope. I, hope. I don't. And know. if you do know, it's fine. Let him be. He's cool. Yeah, let him be. He's he's lived it down. Uh, anyway, 
that sort of stuff is organic here at 365 episodes is proof that we just like to hang out and you, we see your comments and emails and we talk about them. We're going to talk about one today because something came up about an email that I have. I had it in the shoot and, and now it's really topical. So that's one of the things. And I, I, that, I just wanted to say that's kind of what, after hearing the Stitcher news and getting to 365 episodes, which I actually think is an important number. Unlike all the other ones, oh, 350, 300, all these, whatever. But one for every day of the year is kind of crazy. Um, I mean, doubly so because we put them out weekly. So that means <laughs> it's not like how that worked out yeah. Um, And it means a lot to me to hang out with people that I know and want to talk about games with. And like, we can just shoot the stuff for an hour or we can... I mean, heck, back in the day, and we'll probably do it again. We did some interviews for this podcast. We've gone to events. We went to an event this past week. We're going to talk about, right? And those are like topical things, or we'll talk about other stuff. And it's just cool to me that this is a podcast where we can do that. Because, yeah, other people are doing it, but we're doing it longer. Yeah. Yeah. And, hey, you know. If you want to do it with us, you could follow us at We Were Gamers on YouTube, youtube.com slash at We Were Gamers, at We Were Gamers on other social media platforms, and a, uh, even, you know, send us emails to podcast at We Were Gamers.com. That's the one thought I pay attention dod- to. Thought you all could dodge that stuff at the end. Wrong. <laughs> Up front. Yeah. We can move on to what we've been doing. Right, you know, because we were all together this past weekend, and we should talk about it because we told people we we're going to talk about it. Yeah, and I want to get to it right away. Let's dive in. Comic Con twenty twenty three has San Diego Comic Con. Well, specifically, I do we need to clarify because all the other ones have a name in front of them: New York Comic Con, Emerald City Comic Con. I mean, this one does too. Technically, people are typing SDCC. Yes. That's true. It's, it is abbreviated as what am I talking about? Why are we still talking about this? <sighs> we went. We had a good time. Uh, I want to know. All right, here we go. I'm, I don't know what Andy wants to talk about. He's too slow getting there. Let's talk about what was everyone's single. You only pick one thing. Single favorite thing you did the entire con. Mm. Wonder whether there were 130,000 people like there were last year. Your single favorite thing to do was wonder how many people there were? <laughs> no, but it was the thing I thought about the most while walking around. That's a fair... I will, I have stuff to talk about about that, if that's where you want to go. No, but it's cool. We, we'll do the favorite thing first, and we can talk about the attendance and all that sort of stuff. But that it, it did cross my mind almost every day, multiple times a day. Um, I mean, heck, it was the 20th anniversary of the Invincible comic book, which is turned into... Un- Fortunately, unfortunately, I'm I'm one of those like I was there first. It was my fandom before the show. <laughs> Old man uh, yells at comic book creator? Question mark. Uh, no, I I enjoy all the people that are coming to it. I actually really enjoy it because um, many of them have not and are refusing to read the comics because they want to experience it in the animated form. And every time they talk about things in the forums. Uh, or like at the convention and they say like, oh, I hope this and this happen." I'm like, oh, you sweet summer child. Hello, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I am this guy. Rob, Robert Kirkman does not enjoy giving you the happy, the happy. You know what I mean? I can imagine. Um, so, you know, it was the 20th anniversary of that. And it's a weird moment to know that. 19 years ago i walked directly up to these three people that were in front of a room of thousand that i you know was not going to be able to walk up and talk to them but you know 19 years ago i did and um that's a weird feeling you kind of feel connected to it even though they're completely disconnected from you right he would not remember the multiple years i've talked to him directly robert kirkman or the multiple times i have asked him questions in a tiny Q&A room, like one of those 25 or, you know, 30 or whatever, you know, those little rooms. Yeah, the small yeah. ballrooms. Uh-huh. Yeah, the small rooms where there's probably 50 people in the room with you and they're all spread out. Like multiple times he did a Q&A with Robert Kirkman. Even after The Walking Dead was famous, he would do those and there'd be hardly anyone there. Uh, and it's like strange to have grown with that moment. Um, and that was a f- 
interesting, fun, uh, cathartic. I'm trying to find other words for the feeling experience. So that has to probably go down as that. And also uh, going back to the roots of uh, going to a late night premiere of something was kind of fun. Well, that was going to be my answer. Oh, sorry. You take it. You take it. You take it. No, no, no. It's, uh, you know, we saw the premiere of the Venture Brothers movie. Um, Radiant is the blood of the baboon heart or something like that, right? Basically the finale (laughs) of Venture Brothers. And yes, that's the exact title of it, Michael. Good job. Well done. Yeah, it's a pretty fantastic title, actually. Uh, I think for me... I'll give I'll give a shout out first because there was a close runner up, which was uh, the the Her Universe fashion show this year. Last year, that one know. stole the cake. And this year should have also because honestly, the hosting was phenomenal again. Yeah, she Ashley Eckstein knocks it out of the park choosing co-hosts. Uh, yeah, it's like they're attracted to it for some reason. Like it's some sort of really fun show to do where people are just enjoying themselves, you know. Yeah, so JJ, this year, I don't know if, if you heard or if we told you, the co-host this year was Michael James Scott, who oh, yeah. plays, I, currently I, plays... I saw and saw many pictures. Yes. <laughs> yes, but for those out there who don't know, he currently plays the genie on Broadway in Aladdin. He was wearing a genie couture suit, which was really amazing looking, and one of those things like, I wish I could wear that. Yeah. And, and his costumes <laughs> only got better. I felt like a lot of the pictures I saw were people saying, like, I don't know who could possibly wear this, but that's pretty cool. Yeah. He, like, he this could is the wear most them. impractical thing that could be worn by any person, but that's pretty cool. A man built for Broadway like he is can wear them. That's that's how it is. And that's the reality we have to live with as lesser men. I, you know, to- totally right. Aspirational. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the, the show was great again this year. It, it's, it has been a highlight every year for several years now. Um, but I think the favorite part for me was getting to share, uh, Comic-Con with a small child for the first time. Oh, right. Sentiments right in the heartstrings. Yeah. They're being just old enough to, you know, once the shock wore off to actually get excited to see things. That's Snoopy. Right. And just to get, yeah, Snoopy. It started with Snoopy on the first night. Um, but uh, just like that, to- you know, total, total childlike wonder of just like, oh my goodness, all of these things. Next year will be better. Yeah. And then eventually it'll be like, no, kid, get out of here. Right. <laughs> it's, it's a tough one. Um, because you're right they their experience of that stuff and this is why i enjoy taking kids to WonderCon, is because i don't have panels where i'm like okay um i daddy has to be gone for four hours to go wait in line for something you know <laughs> right. um, you can just go do things you can go do things right and like at the age that your uh little is at uh they can be in a line and just hanging on to you and being like what's that bright thing What's that bright thing? What's that bright thing? Um, yes, it gets, it gets a little tougher, but at the same time, that merriment is something that really reinvigorated Comic-Con for me for a while. Uh, this is tough. Absolutely. Yeah. Andrew, I, I want to believe that your kids will come around as they get older, but you know, I guess they get to live their own, make their own choices, right? No. So they, they would happily go, right? Um, it changes the experience at the age they're at now where I, I would, I guess it's about me more than them. I would feel guilty doing the things I want to do and not giving them the experience they deserve going to that convention. Right. Mm, Okay. That's fair. Um, I would not have gone to stand with you in an armored core line for 45 minutes. If my kids were there. Yeah. (laughs) Fair. And to be fair, that line wasn't worth for the 45 minutes we stood in it. <laughs> Absolutely not. Although, but I can make that choice as an adult being like, well, whatever, I'm going to go get a sandwich after this. And I also, you know, didn't eat for, you know, way longer than they could eat. You you just have to, yeah. you have to different. reimagine your experience as being an experience for them. You don't go to Disneyland with kids and say, daddy's going on Indy. You stand here for three hours while I get through this line. No, you take the day around. They're not them. tall enough, right? So we're going to go on Peter Pan two more times before it becomes up. That's the trip. 
Yeah. Um, that's a tortured simile or whatever it is, but, um, at this age, you both get to share it. And that was a really special experience. I'm glad you got to have, um, same here. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Really cool. Um, before the con, we talked about our expectations with Hollywood closing up. Um, I personally didn't feel too much of the sting. I noticed it in one of the panels, which was supposed to be about the invincible show. There were no actors there. Um, it made for actually very funny one-on-one interview where they were like, well, we got to show more stuff then because they're not going to be here to talk about it. So you got to see a whole mess of stuff that you wouldn't have normally gotten to see. Probably they would have held back right to save for online hype. I heard from some other folks, uh, both coworkers and friends of mine who went to some of those panels that a lot of what was shown uh, in the hall H panels that did happen and the ballroom 20 panels that did happen were like, here's an episode of the thing. Like you just, they just watched a whole episode of the thing. Yep. Right. Early. Mm-hmm. Right. In mm-hmm. some instances, it's like, Oh, this is, this is out like three days before it'll be on streaming or this is out. Like this is next week's episode or whatever. Yeah. They really tried um, for those that stayed right. Like Disney pulled out completely and just was like, see you later. Well, Disney uh, had pulled out completely even before all this happened they Uh, saw the writing on the wall yeah yeah disney knew what was coming right that email had already gone around the ceo chat board and was like we're gonna we're gonna get them to strike right yeah yeah okay okay they 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 knew um i don't know i don't know that it necessarily but i didn't stay through the whole weekend this time around Uh, i cut my trip a little shorter i didn't notice an extreme amount of crowding some things were more crowded and like when I tried to get in to the Mortal Kombat panel, it was definitely like, Ooh, good thing I showed up an hour and a half early um, for something that Mortal Kombat. I mean, we talked about how big video games were this time around. That room was packed. Yeah, I, I think that that more new Mortal Kombat game is being well liked. So I think you without knowing uh, you made the right choice there. I stumbled into that one, but uh, it was uh, an unexpected experience to stumble into something and be like, oh, holy cow, you know, something this would have been in a small ballroom is now full. Um, So it's possible that it got moved around places. You know, John Romero was there. So there's a lot. John Romero was there. We didn't even talk about that before, uh, really. I mean, we talked about it being an option, but we didn't talk about the panel. Yeah, um, in our experiences talk. Everything was kind of foolish, but not horrendous. Was it worse on the weekend? Uh, you could really feel it on the floor as the okay. as the con went on. Like Saturday, and particularly Sunday, um, felt uh, felt as crowded as I expected them to in the wake of the strikes. Okay, so yeah, they so were more I, crowded than normal then. So I was speaking to a booth uh, vendor about this uh, on the small side of the hall i guess you know the the a side of the the stuff the stuff i was talking to a person who sells comic books um i mean i'll shout him out nuclear comics the guy runs oh yeah you should shout out nuclear comics that's a really cool yeah totally um yeah the guy was super nice and i live in san diego area uh they are down there i believe right i think they have an office in aliso viejo as well but yeah san diego is their main one oh yeah that's right they do have aliso viejo Yes. Uh, um, Laguna. Yeah, both. L- Laguna, not Aliso. Alicia Parkway uh, and Laguna's. Laguna. Yeah. So California-based uh, so, company, but I don't know if they sell online, but um, they're, they're worth visiting if you are in either of those two areas. Okay, done shouting yeah. them out. That's it. That's yeah. free. Uh, the dude was super nice, and I was chatting him up because I had questions about... Um, in previous years, I've always liked to pick up like a Batman story or two to find like what's the good... like What, what are some good classic Batmans? that I haven't read or don't have. I have a lot of them at this point now. Like the stuff that shows up on like the most popular top 10 lists. You know I what's, I have what I really like of, most about that? Point. I, I like about that guy is that he's knowledgeable enough to be like, don't buy these. I mean, I'll sell them to you, but in a couple of weeks, there's going to be a collection. Right. So that's exactly like the kinds of questions I was asking. I'm like, hey, what are some classic Batmans? What are some like really popular ones? What are some stuff that's coming out? He's like, look, man, this Batman White Knight is really popular. We just sold our last one. I have the second one here, but like if you wait like six months, I bet you there will be an omnibus of like three of these or whatever. Right. Okay. And 
so then he was like, well, like, well, what other stories? And he's like, you know what? It depends what you want, right? Do you want stuff that's like Batman detective-y or are you looking for stuff that's like kind of, you know, more like uh, art you focused like, or are you looking beat, for like, you like beat him up Batman? You like, <laughs> right. because like, you know, it's like th- sometimes the stories are like actually as much as the Joker stories as they are Batman stories, right? Sure, sure. And so he was like, you know what you should, you know what you should read? Like, this is a criminally underrated book that people don't read enough of the man who laughs. Oh yeah. And I was, and I was like, I don't have that one. Why not? Um, so I got that. And I also got another one called Arkham Asylum, a, a sacred place on earth or something like that. I haven't, uh, I don't remember the subtitle of that one. Uh, uh so I really, you, really went, liked- you went into like prestige, uh, comics, like one shots with, with high end yeah. stories. Like what, what is stuff that's like, good Batman stories that are well liked that everyone you know agrees are like this is a good story I don't care if it's part of the normal continuity or not right and yeah, sure. th- these are definitely both on that end the prestige end for sure like you know cool stuff um, and he was like you know not enough people have read this man who laughs it's like a really great Joker story and is you know he, well, he said one of his favorites so uh, I ended up with that but I, I found it uh he so we were talking then about like i was like you know how's your con going blah blah blah. he's like you know what it was saturday when i was talking to him he's like saturday kind of felt down like very lot less people on the floor to him on saturday than you know other cons were they not down buying things but instead in other areas michael maybe um maybe the the center of the floor was was particularly packed the that section um we we did wander down there on sunday was not quite as bad Hmm. yeah so and then anecdotally i know uh, i think i told you both this story but i heard uh, via social media that whatever happened in the hall h panel for star trek this year they forgot some kind of thing that they were supposed to give out to people and they were like, oh, just go to the booth and nope. get it. Nope. Ooh. Nope. Well, they, they really screwed up multiple times. Predictably bad results. I mean, they screwed up multiple times, right? Like they also said that, um, that oh, you go do a scavenger hunt. Well, you have to go places where there's reservations required and those are already closed. So too bad. Yeah, you had to have signed up for these a week ago. It's like, I heard what? that... Some of the again talking to some of my coworkers, apparently some of the offsites were very cool. Um, the Annie Mayhem Hulu booth or whatever apparently was very good. Had the, like Planet Express and Rick and Morty and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, he said it was really awesome, and the giveaway stuff was pretty good. Um, and I was told by multiple people the Paramount one was good, um, like the Lodge or whatever it was. But mm-hmm. I heard from multiple people again, both of those ones had standby lines. Like again, if you didn't magically get reservations weeks ago somehow uh had standby lines of like four hours or more some days no why why would you ever put yourself through that mentally it just not not the con i ever want to have yeah well um i wonder if they i mean i don't know if we'll ever get an estimate for the attendance of 2023 i think their record attendance is 167 or something like that uh I mean, I think we could easily tell last year during COVID that the numbers were down, right? Yeah, very much so. It was super clear. I don't know this year, right? It felt like it was probably back up, but unclear how close to other years. Right? Their ticket sure, sales because... both both years were sold out. Now, last year they may have sold less. I don't know why they would have, but maybe they did. This year, I'm wondering if people just either didn't come or tried to resell or what, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm sure there was some of that. Yeah. I definitely noticed outside the con, while there was still a lot of stuff hidden around places, the gigantic displays were not as visible. Like, they didn't have a built-up South Park City taking up a whole parking lot, you know? So, I... I think the thing was there were a bunch of activations, you know, as they call them, uh, in in the biz. There were a lot of offsite things going on, but none of them took over the like very visible lawns that others had taken in the past. Yeah. 
you know, in one of the cases, one of those very visible lawns was taken up by like straight up lines for one of the things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, but like, honestly, overall, like I had a pretty good con. You guys have a good con. I thought it was good. Yeah. Yeah. On the whole, it was better than not. My experience for the two days that I was there was good. I don't know what that means for the future of my attendance, but it has nothing really to do with my overall experience, which was good. I had memorable time and nothing really was horrific because I avoided the stuff I knew would be bad anyway. Right. I mean, you got um, to see this, the fire alarm go off because they filled an multiple entire room times, multiple times, man. I never seen it go off twice wow. in one year. <laughs> turn on the fog machine no wait turn, turn it, it back off. off yeah 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 very interesting how some booths fired a lot of their people that used to run cons and then didn't know what the heck to do i mean i would have maybe been more upset if i'd had to stand in an hour-long line to get stuff from skybound like you did <laughs> yeah uh, i did go by their booth uh later in the con uh, over the weekend and you know what i think they uh they learned they got yeah. some, they whipped some stuff into shape over there. I think they figured some stuff out. Finally. Yeah. Maybe they rehired the people that quit. I don't, I don't know. Where they, I don't they know. Just, like, they, they, they finally got someone over there and was just like figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Um, yeah. Overall, I think that um, they could do to lower the population there for sure. And it'll be, who we'll see. We'll see if it could be that no one comes back. You know, Hollywood, Disney may be done. They may just do D23 only, you know? Oh, I think they are. Okay. Just make their own thing a thing, you know? I, I Yeah, honestly, I think that was more of a reason for Disney pulling out of this than than the strike. The uh, but strike. They, they were a huge part of that fashion show, though, buddy. Sure, I they bet, sponsored it, but... I, I bet Disney doesn't do whole slates anymore. Like, maybe they don't have booths, but if they got a big tent pole something coming out, they'll have a panel. Okay. That's my guess. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I didn't see any of these walking around the con, and it surprised me a little bit. Uh, With the modern advent of the Steam Deck and other handhelds, I really didn't see anyone playing video games standing around or sitting around. Did you? I saw very, very few. I saw a couple of people on their switches, um, but I didn't see very many. While we were... I didn't do enough line standing and sitting to find out if that's the case or not. Good point. We do avoid lines, but I was in a line for quite a while and didn't see many. Phones have taken over, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Or just being in line with other people. Yeah, I mean, it is a popular... I mean, I, I don't play games now if I'm in line. You know, like, we used to both have... D, or two of us or three of us would have DSs and we just sit and play games. But now I don't see anybody that I'm at con with often enough to not sit there and talk with them the whole time. Yeah. You know, I'd rather talk about what they did or what they saw or whatever because we don't get to talk as much. So, um, you know... Uh, one thing that did happen while we were gone, I mean, it's been building, but kind of hit a crescendo while we were gone. Uh, have you heard of the ROG ROG Asus Ally, the handheld? I have heard of it. Apparently, uh, it has a micro SD card slot. However, if you use it and also, you know, use the system. Eventually, at some point, you will annihilate with heat, probably, or maybe not, because no one knows the entire slot and the card inside of it. That seems like real poor design. Irreparably. (laughs) Yeah, who knows what could be a fault, uh, given their recent history, you know, with those motherboards we were talking about. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they have said that it's a heat issue and they're working on fan curves and software patches to improve it and that it should be solved soon. But you can, you know, RMA your ally if you want to. I'm kind of bummed about this because it was uh, a competitor slash maybe even accompaniment to the Steam Deck, right? 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very similar kind of thing. Not cheap, but like less expensive than a gaming PC. And again, a handheld experience, this one running Windows. Uh was I was hoping this one would pan out on like the Shield and all the other things before it that they've tried. The other companies have tried. But uh Yeah. That's kind of a bummer. <laughs> it seems to only affect the SD card slot though. And so an email that ties into this that we got a while ago uh, sent us some ideas, a different SSDs for installing into Steam Decks and or ROG Allies, which seems to be the solution that most people are going for now. I think at this point when people buy the ROG Ally, they know not to mess around with it and just are going straight to PCIe 4 solid state drives. I think 2400 is the size, the little shorty sticks. Mhm. Like the uh, the laptop sized ones usually. Yeah, yeah, they they're little square sticks instead of long ones. Yeah, okay. Um cracking these things open and just they're buying the cheapest one and replacing the the SSD in it with cheaper online drives, right? They're ordering. Uh Yeah. So, so some people sent a few like, you know, exact drives like, oh, is this a good deal? Is that a good deal? Are these, you know, reliable? I'm not a great indicator of what's reliable or a good deal. I think uh, you could use like Camel, Camel, Camel or other price trackers to know if you're getting a good deal. Um, in terms of like reliability and stuff, do you think this is, well, first of all, safe to do on your own and also... Like, would you trust anybody specifically? I mean, you know, Micron's a huge company. You could go with Micron. You could go with, I think there's a few others, but. um... So I think my answer to this is, do you have to do soldering? No, I don't think so. I think all these are. Like, if you don't have to deal with glue, I mean, you have to deal with glue opening the thing up, probably. I'm sure there's some screws, but it's probably mostly like, you know, glue glued together on the edges or they, whatever they look like they're i mean i fix it has articles on it you know so yeah, it can't be too it, crazy it says around I an mean, hour in, t- in terms of doing it yourself i, I fix it will uh, i fix it will open completely sealed iphones though and those are not meant to be disassembled so let's not like use them as a bar okay all right but but they will show you how much of a pain it is and it's awesome to know that they have those kind of teardowns because those are very useful if you want to do them yourself mm-hmm so great news hearing that that's already a plus. Yeah. And I would say if you don't have to deal with like unsoldering something. Yeah. And no, they're M2s. Like, both, both. Um, I, I double checked this. They both use M2s. Some are different sizes. Like the SSD uses a single sided 2230 and the ROG, I think uses something a little bit bigger. These are all sizes you can find parts for on the internet. I'm sure that's yeah, well, you bad. should. Let's be clear about it. If you're thinking about doing this quadruple check and then wait for the deal, you know what I mean? Yeah, that yeah. that's what I was going to say is that like, you know, quad, you know, quadruple check that you have the right part. Be very sure in every video and every teardown article or whatever you've read that you know exactly what you're going to do when you do it. You open it up. You do exactly just that. Nothing else. Be very careful. <laughs> you know, but one of don't try things- and do this on a, on a rug. Don't do this next to a you know, a, a pet, you know, yeah. do this stuff on a, a hard surface with rubber and, you know, just silicone in and something. out as, as quick as you can. Yeah. Silicone matter, whatever. I and think also it's important to look these types of fine. things up because like this steam deck one needs a foil cover and the one that's there, you're going to destroy. So you need a new one. So you're going to need to order that as well. You yeah, know, stuff like that is very important to know if you're going to do right. Um, yeah, you know, and, and if you don't watch videos, you'll end up tearing a ribbon cable. So so if you're going to do stuff like this, follow a guide very closely, like an iFixit guide. But um, it doesn't look terrible. Uh, and I would say, you know, whatever seems like what it's on iFixit or another place is probably reliable. And then you could use like one of those price tracker sites to see what a good deal is. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, would, I don't know if I, I would, would definitely say wait for deals. That's another sure. thing too. Like, don't just buy whatever the one that is exactly the same thing but higher storage. Like, 
wait for those stuff to go on sale because would you do it that's i think this is the question would you guys do it like would you let's say this raw galley thing gets fixed or the steam deck which doesn't have a problem with this so what i did is i bought the biggest best steam deck because it came came with an anti-glare screen and a bunch of other stuff so it came with a 512 in it and i thought well between that and a one terabyte s uh, micro sd card that'll be enough space I don't really need to worry about it. So that's what the path that I went instead of opening this thing up because the prices are going to be the same and then I'm not opening up the Steam Deck, right? Um, I guess maybe they would run slightly better or faster straight from the SSD. But then you got to like reinstall everything. So would you guys do it? I don't know that I would. I'm not sure that I would either. I think... I would not for the Steam Deck, and I might for the Ally. Why separated? So I feel like the the Steam Deck is closer to like a cohesive experience thing. Uh, not quite like it. Like, would I modify my Switch? Right? No, I'm not going to open and modify my Switch. Nintendo will get mad at me. <laughs> now, I don't think Valve will get <laughs> mad at you, but I think the experience you'll have with a Steam Deck is good enough that, yeah, that, and, you know, I'm unaware of any issues related to SD card overheating in a Switch. Whereas a, a ROG Ally feels to me like it's a PC they put in a weird little case. It definitely right? a really has a desktop PC, processor in it. And it runs desktop stuff and oh, Windows and all that stuff. At which point then like, well, it's a PC. I can take my PC apart and reassemble it. How is sure. that any different? Sure, yeah. I don't know why I have that distinction in my mind, because truthfully, the the Steam Deck is just a Linux PC. But I, for some reason in my mind, it's different. I don't, I don't claim to have any rhyme or justification. Okay. Well, that's our opinion on that, Raw Gala and the email. It's pretty funny that they didn't test the heat on the SD card. But I, I think the thing that bothers me the most is that they never made that determination yeah it's right like, kind of like they plugged that, it in that, it was like it works that is worrying from their testing methodology standpoint and then i wonder like what else is wrong mm-hmm. might be waiting for Gamer. a 2.0 on that one huh gamers nexus video win uh yeah, they're exactly actually working right. on one so i'm sure they'll get it under i, I figured they were they, they mentioned very it. funny stories about like fans pushing the sd card out when they run at full speed and stuff which is just like <laughs> what mm-hmm. it's so, gonna be a good uh, review is what we're saying folks check out gamers nexus i'm yeah, sure they'll have something that's tuned for now. <laughs> i think i think when when they're taking this much time on something you know it's gonna be good <laughs> and speaking of which they sure took their time announcing the first anniversary stuff for Co- champions of the continent but it's gonna be good. Look at that. Look at that transition. Yeah, buddy. Hey. Michael. Yeah, they they announced all kinds of exciting stuff. And then even more exciting stuff uh after the first announcement. And some people seemed to imply that they were gonna have more announcements during the live stream Thursday. Yeah, so they they mentioned that they kept saying that they weren't gonna talk about Thursday's live stream because they didn't want to spoil things. Uh, if I had to guess, I would say that some of Thursdays might be, other than, you know, celebrating the actual day of the first year anniversary, some of Thursdays might be a look ahead at the next couple months, maybe unveil the new roadmap, since our current roadmap ends with this week's uh, first anniversary. Oh, that would make some sense. Yeah I, yeah, I sort of feel like with the amount of stuff they have dumped on us from this, like, they need to re- reload the the hype train, right? The hype train is completely empty. <laughs> you know, you got to fill it back up. And I do not envy that task. It seems hard. <laughs> yeah. They And they also said that Thursday's stream will be longer because um, they, they intentionally left the gameplay demos of the new con- content that they would normally do in a stream like today's until then. So all the new stuff that's going to get dumped on us, they're going to do gameplay of after it drops. Oh, boy. 
I don't know. I I I tend to just want to play the stuff, right? Um, there's there will be plenty of stuff for you to play. I can't imagine how I'm going to catch up with all this stuff. They're dropping. I mean, like, do you stop doing other things? You know, like, okay, I guess I'm not farming anymore because the board is out and I got I more mean, towers to here's do. The, here's the nice thing, Andrew. You don't have to keep up. It's fine. It's not, it's not going true. anywhere. That's true. Good point. Yeah. Just well, some go, stuff, man. some stuff I fell behind on before and now I'm feeling the, the weight of now. It's like I didn't buy Guidestones weekly for like the last six months. And now it's like, man, I wish I'd bought Guidestones weekly for the last six months. <laughs> uh, so I'm trying to avoid that with like void dust and all that. But, you know, that's not that much work, I guess. Yeah. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting. You know, I think the the unexpected, the big unexpected one for me was them announcing fortune weapons are coming out already. So I thought that's what you meant when you said the next weapon series was coming the whole time. And then you seem surprised no. by the fortune weapons coming. There's uh, the next uh, the next series of, of uh, your heck weapons are coming out as well. There, so, so they mean the, the upgrades. The ruinous, no, we get the ruinous weapons in addition to the uh, the ones that we have. So heck blades and and ruinous blades are the same thing. They are in the same category. So they both I think Andy, update. here here you go here, man. You know, remember when the the like highest level of weapons was innocent and Fenrir, Fenrir and what was the third one? Oh, what was the anyway, third one? One yeah. was like physical attack, one was magical attack, and one was like crit or something. Mm-hmm. That's how these are, right? There's the heck ones. I don't know why we chose that to say that way. Uh, and then there's I think it's th- funny these one, because there's the, these ones. the Lars to Wrath change. Now I'm going to say heck because they put hell in the game. Well, uh, but also you can't use hell in a team name. It's one of the words that they won't let you confirm. Yeah, they're cool with it. So heck, heck is what we're going with because it's funny <laughs> to me. Okay. Uh, so the, anyway, there's, there's those ones, right? The, the heck ones. There's these ones now, these uh, the ruinous ruinous oh, no. ones so the yeah go on and then there's there's going to be future ones in this train all of which have the property that they do more damage to heck people in heck <laughs> right so they're heck, heck world yeah there are six sets of those in no. the same way that there were yeah oh we're gonna visit we're gonna visit heck everywhere we're gonna get heck weapon every time you go to heck anywhere right that's how that's gonna work it's better than 11 sets that need bts to upgrade i know but it's so it was so much farming that i like shouldn't have done well but here's the thing about these is that you know how much farming it's going to be and it only has to be as much as you want to put into it there are very there are very clear um there are very very clear opinions on like which of them are the best and worth your time. And it's like, so this one is going to specialize in magic where the other ones were attack or something, right? Whatever it is. And so you'll just immediately know, I only need to make three of these because these are the magical characters or whatever. Right. I don't immediately know. Someone needs to write a better guide that I can find. (laughs) In a week, there'll be a YouTube video that tells you. I know, but I'm starting to do. I'm starting to not have enough time to be watching these YouTube videos that are 15 minutes explaining all this stuff. I need just someone to say, like, make two of these. So in a, in two weeks, <laughs> Michael and I will have seen the YouTube videos and we'll tell you, <laughs> you know, but, but so the reverse one is the fortune weapons have the property. That's the opposite where they don't do any bonus damage to people in heck world, but they do bonus damage to people in non heck world. Yeah, right. So in Orstera and I believe also in the arena. Oh, so we finally get an arena upgrade. Are a big difference there, right? The only benefit of the heck weapons in Orstera and Arena is that those soul slots can be they super do powerful. More damage, yeah. These ones get bonus damage and the soul slots, which are going to be big. Mucho big. Finally, might be enough power creep for JJ to do some of those last few arenas they haven't. Oh, to. Uh, I have. I. I... I will announce here. Let me see. Hold on. The Ruby Dragon. He, uh, how many turned? Let me see. He got eight turned over here. Oh, yeah? 
Dang. Well yeah. done. Uh-huh. It took me five fights. Uh, can set in. How, uh, yeah, I was going to say, how much <laughs> of it was related to you having to cheese it? It's, it's that. So you, I don't consider sleep cheesing it. I think it's literally a mechanic of the thing that you just have to get sleep to hit on the second turn. Okay. I, I, I really think that that's true. I, if you don't get it to hit turn by turn, end of turn one, then just restart the fight. It sounds like then you're very close to being ready to use uh, beat the level 100 barricane NPC also, which has a similar issue. Yep. Yeah, maybe. Poison. poison oh, that one's sleep. poison. Yeah, you have to poison your own person. Yes. Yeah. So I'll send you the team, JJ. I think you have everybody here on this team. Okay. And it's I possible. I used Uni and uh, Scarecrow's A4s, but you could probably get by without them. I mean, I have Uni's A4, but I don't have Scarecrow. Yeah. But I have, do have Cursed Cursedges, and he's good for bow stuff. So uh, It wasn't for bow. It was for the crit. Oh, crit. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I have Uni's anywho. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that, that one helps with crit. So That fight is also the way it's the way it's coded, it lets you reset without... Uh, if you reset the game, you don't lose your ally uses, I think it is. So you can replay that one really quickly. The game load time is so long. I just went and got the allies again. It was shorter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, send yeah. me that strat. I'd be I think you could probably... maybe. Uh, so the strat I followed was supposed to be five turn. I just don't have the damage because the guy was using A4s. But if you can get the sleep to proc again, then you can make it through uh, with no problem. Nobody died. So is it only sleep or can you use paralyze? Nope. Just sleep. No paralyze. I mean, gosh, darn it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Which is why I say, I don't think it's cheesing it to sleep somebody. I think it's literally like find the thing that he's not immune to and use it. You know? Yeah, if if sleep were a hundred percent guaranteed proc, it might be a little more like cheesing it, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we got to close it out by asking each other, why are we celebrating a one year anniversary of a free to play game? Because for, I mean, for for a mobile game, it's really well done. Yeah, I wish this was advertising. I, I'm seriously being self-introspective because I saw those subscriptions and I was like, I wonder if I'm pretty adamant about being free to play for this thing. But also, like, I wonder if I should financially support them somehow. I think for me, uh, I saw those subscriptions. I think I need to know more about what you get. They said like, oh, more information will be revealed or whatever, like. Or, you know, more stuff will be implemented in the future that you'll get. Well, like, no. <laughs> tell me. Like, I'm not going to pay you until you tell me what I'm actually getting. Like, yeah. some some free rubies is not enough to entice me, right? Yeah. I think, though, if people are listening to us and they have been like, I don't want to play that, I don't want to play that, but they're thinking about getting into it a little bit, now's the time to try it. Although, I don't know. We told people at Comic-Con not to play, play it because it's a gotcha game. I mean, I would tell anyone never to get into gotcha games. <laughs> if you're going to get into a gotcha game, it's this one is one. not as bad as it could be. There are others that are far worse. And yeah. the nice thing, like uh, you know, and we have said this all along, you really don't need the gotcha that much to get through the main story. And the story is the still like I think every time they put out those surveys or whatever, I'm like, you know, what do you like the most? I'm like the story. story. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. liking the stories. Please do story. Don't stop. Yeah, it's a good, decent story. I don't know how it compares to other Octopath game stories. I guess next time they go on sale on Steam, maybe I should look into that. Uh, I'm told Octopath 2 is very good. Um, it's pretty I popular. I intend to play it one of these days. Just, you know, Dude, who gestures knows? at other multi-hundred-hour RPGs coming out very soon. Now. Yeah, Michael, I know. They, so, Michael said I just the, the I pass see you guys both the rundown of the two tiers of the passes. So, like... Uh, here's the thing the ruby the rubies that you get are obviously a better deal than all the other rubies the paw print thing how what what can you exchange them for in terms of 
the amounts, right? Like, does that mean you get three free pulls a month? Because if so, three free pulls a month is not worth $8 a month. And ad no. skips, why, who cares about ad skips? Sure. And like continues per battle nope don't care double xp don't care leaves more maybe sure but for eight dollars a month i mean what are we what are we doing so the paw prints as i understand it can be exchanged for either traveler sacred seals and i think they said it's 150 for one or veteran sacred seals and it's 300 for one so at 90 a month you're talking about three and a half months no, uh, right. Wait, yeah, three no, and a half hold months. on. The, these these listings are you get these number of things per month per yeah, month per month, and stuff doesn't expire. Hmm. So and I, you get an extra two hundred thirty ruby income per month for eight dollars, plus a few other little trinkets. Well, the two hundred thirty is like the difference though is that it's split between paid and free. And actually, it would be better if it wasn't both, right? If it, if that split wasn't there, I think it would if be it better. was one or the other, maybe. right? Because yeah. to get through a step, a paid step up, you need a lot of more paid ruby. You'd have to save for like a year to get through a paid step up, right? Yeah. Oof. I I think I mean looking at this, it's hard to know. And again, maybe there are more things that they aren't talking about here. It's possible. I don't see how the lower tier pass is worth it at this level. Maybe the upper tier pass is worth it if you are really into this game. But I, the, yeah. so the I don't know about $12 a month. That feels like a ton. Like maybe if I was, you know, $12, I am a like, maybe I would do this once or twice a year, not like 12 times this, right? Yeah, so the top level one gets you a random five star every other month and no. an awake. Yes. Every three um, months? No, the top tier. Oh, 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 sorry. Sorry, I read it as in when you said top tier, I was looking at the top of the text that you said. Oh, no, <laughs> so no, I was no, like, oh, sorry, like top, the yeah. top tier is the second one. So the top tier gets you a random five star every other month and it gives you an awakening slash pet of your choice every three months. Uh, is that every three months? Because it says upon purchase, not monthly. No, so the last one the last one is 2,000 Awakening Stone Shards. Yeah, is that monthly? Because it says upon purchase. Yeah, you purchase it every month. Oh, okay. So why didn't they just say the same thing as everything else? That's weird. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's supposed to be like a running list or something. I'm yeah. I'm, so not, yeah, yeah, it, not a, it almost it almost feels like they shouldn't even have the bottom tier, right? Wait, what do you mean? It it almost feels like the 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 cheaper tier shouldn't exist given this pricing. Oh yeah, yeah. I I mean, it's certainly they want you to spend the more money. I think is clear. I mean, two guide stones extra per per unit per hunt is that adds up. Yeah. Yep. And I think the, you know, like a Michael is saying the awakening stones, uh, shards, however that conversion works, but that yeah. will add up quite, quite a bit. Getting a random five star every other month is not nothing. And those and the random, you know, awakenings and stuff you get out of those are going to add up pretty quick too. Yeah. It's, if you're spending money on this game, this definitely this feels like the feels best way to spend money on it. Absolutely that, feels like that. that yeah. I think that's the biggest takeaway. And so, if you're not spending money, I don't know if this moves the needle or not. So would there is an option to buy both. So you could pay $20 a month if you wanted. Yes, you could. And again, if you were if you are already a year. If you are already spending money on this game, that might think, be a better option than whatever you have been doing thus far anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I'm unclear if me, it would move me who has not spent any money on this game to do that. Although I have played a lot of this game, a lot less than you two, but still a good amount. And maybe I would throw 20 bucks at it like for a month every, you know, once a year or something. And that's less than uh, less, less, less than buying a fancy cup of coffee once a week. Yeah, who buys fancy cups of coffee once a week? <laughs> lots of people. Yeah, lots of people. What are you talking about? 
Oh. The, uh, you know, if I get a deluxe California burrito, that's three quarters of that price right there. There you go. I like California burritos. Yeah, but uh, you're eating out. <laughs> you're going to eat out three times less a month to play a gotcha game? I mean, one time less. <laughs> um, but no, right? No, the answer is no, I'm not going to do that. So my point is that like, you know, I would I would throw them some money once every so often. Mm-hmm. But I think at these prices, I still don't, I don't care. It's like, a, it, is my experience that much better with this game if I spend the extra $20? Or is it just like hooking myself up harder to the dopamine drip, right? And like, sure. I don't, I don't know how that I need to be grafted onto the, <laughs> the IV more than I already am. Yeah. When does this I mean, I, part of yeah. it launch? This week with everything else. Oh my God. You have to decide have to right away. Wait, they, are they no, giving you, you, this is the other thing. Like they're giving you some of this stuff and they don't have a use for it. Like they're giving you these shards. You can't use those anywhere. Yeah, you <laughs> can on when you can on Wednesday. So is that coming out too? They didn't talk about that. They did talk about that, and it oh, is okay. coming. Out. I didn't hear about it. Yeah, they oh. talked about it. They they kind of buried the lead on that one, but they talked about it in the context of these two passes because they got to the higher tier and they said you get awakening sh- stone shards, and oh by the way, the awakening exchange is opening. Oh boy. I have a like a mental problem with the awakening exchange opening, which is I don't know if certain characters that I've already messed up on and, and used too many stones on, I should just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can look up uh if you look up Meow D B, you can at least in terms of considering A fours, you can look up grading on the the usefulness of their A four accessories. But and if I've already committed I might as well uh, never never consider the sunken cost, Andy. No. Yeah. The like I have Sophia A3. Am I going to get Sophia A4 even if I get that that extra stone? No. I won't. Because her A4 is pointless and good. she Christ herself damn. is mostly not mostly useless. I mean she is, yeah. She's replaced unfortunately. And that's one of the things, right? Like I have Sophia A4. I really wish I didn't. Yeah. Like you know who I could use instead of her? Cyrus. And like, yeah. yes, he's not as good at ice as she is, but he's good for everything else also. So mm-hmm. that, that yep. the however many shards I get out of that stone that would have been her A4 is going to be way more useful. A third of a character I will use a lot. They're, a third of their awakening, a right, sixth. or whatever. A sixth Six. of their awakening is more useful than a character I will use once in a blue moon. Or an awakening I will use never. Right? Yeah. Well, for more philosophy on this, once uh, we get back to it, we're going to talk about this next week, right? We're going to have played it for a week. We'll have a little bit of this to talk about. We won't spend most of the time talking about Comic-Con. We got what? Let's see. Here's a preview for next week. COTC, first year anniversary. Uh, Vampire Survivors documentary. Trails, Transistor, and Michael's Mystery Game. That's it. So come back next week, right? Tune in. Where to, JJ? Where where come back next week to? Oh, that's not a sen- that's here. not a sentence. Where come back next week to? Where where come what? back here to? What, what do where, now? Oh. Come back youtube.com slash at we were gamers at symbol. Very important. Find us on there. That would be great. We appreciate it. And uh, we're on your podcast platform of choice, but not Stitcher. They suck. <laughs> Spotify. I was though. really. On I was Apple, crossing. Get us on there. Crossing my fingers that you would remember that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I remembered. <laughs> Stitcher sucks, but you know what's pretty good? Spotify and Apple and Google Podcasts. Leave us reviews. Those help. Please, uh, on all those places. Big reviews. I think we actually have reviews on those places. So As add we should, to them. We add will. to the reviews, please. I don't know why we ask. I don't really care, but it does help other people find it. And yeah, it, it helps. Uh, we want it helps other people find us. We want more people to hang out with, right? That's the that's the deal. More people to hang out with is better. We can all chat we, about all this crazy stuff. We are here to chill and talk about games sometimes, and sometimes not. And we want to talk about that stuff with you all too. Yeah, I mean that is part of it, right? Like, well, we don't always talk about games, and that's important. 
All right, duders. I don't even remember what mystery game I had. Uh, I uh, I put you on blast, and I I said you had one, even though I'm not sure you did. <laughs> did you mean the podcast that I had started listening to? No, no, I just meant like you're now. You're gonna have to bring a game next week. Is all. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm excited to hear about Vampire Survivors, the documentary. Right, we're gonna talk about it. Did I, I you, watched it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So we're I I will have watched it by then. It's on my queue. For... What? Everything okay? Uh, on your end? Yeah. Nope. No. <laughs> Are you even talking to us? <laughs> I I don't I don't know. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Something again. Uh, something again. I full on a hundred percent max power kicked the cord and ripped the USB all the way out of the socket. <laughs> oh, no. Like I was just I was like, ah, oh, this thing is stuck on my leg, and I flicked my leg to the side and the USB huh. went flying across the room. You, you like, wanted oh, a new motherboard. That wasn't what I intended to do. You, uh, no, it's, it's, I plugged it just back in. It's fine, it's working. Uh, um, you wanted a new motherboard. I wouldn't be a pro- opposed to one, but yeah. anyway, this one's still working fine. I think the only thing I would have damaged is the like USB uh, thing on the front, and there's three other ones that I'm not using. So whatever. Oh, you have a big old computer, yeah. spare one, full size tower, full size. 